Blog Talk Radio.
Yo, are we on? Yo, you got me? Yeah, comedic, I can hear you. Okay, cool. So, I mean, then we on. <laughs> well, well, I don't, I don't know because the host line. I thought I, I was sitting up here talking the whole while and not realizing I was muted. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another edition of the Cipher. This is yours truly, the atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B.I.W.G. Rich and D.J. Comedic, and soon to be joining us, little brother Black Seas. Hope everybody's having a great week so far. Another hump day is among us, and we are about uh, through this. So hopefully we're going to get through this show without uh, too much uh, bickering and beef. But, you know, hey, and again, that's what makes for a good show when we go back and forth. Sometimes it gets heated. Sometimes it gets comical. But as always, it's going to be entertaining. And with that, if you are tuning in with us, and you'd like to join in on the discussion, of course, you could do so by hitting us up at 818-369-0344. That's 818-369-0344. With that said, what's good, DJ Comedic? How you feeling, my brother? Um, very glad. This is actually, um, as many people know, any, any 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 friends of the show, this is my Friday. So, um, you know, good to spend it with the brothers. I'm actually uh, not... Retardedly fatigued, even though I should be, but I'm also excited. Um, you know, lots of great things happening in the life. So to, to end it with the brothers today, you know, is it, great. Yeah, I, I'll get into more later, but it's it's awesome. I'm having a great time. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. What's good with you, B.I.W.G. Rich? Yo, 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 yo! What's good, everybody? What's good? What's good? What's good? You know how we do slow motion in the big city. Um. My mind is full today, so let's just go ahead and jump into it, brother. No, no, no need for me to procrastinate. All right, let me see if this is because uh, I don't recognize this number on the line. Let me see if this is a uh, little brother, Black Seas. No, 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 no. I know who that is. Go ahead and call her once to join us tonight. Okay, all right. Well. Since we got a caller joining us early Welcome to the site for caller from the 678 area code Tell us your name and where you're calling from, please B.A. Uh, Jackson, Atlanta You said B.A. as in boy? As in, yeah, boy and apple, Jackson Yeah, all right, I got you Mr. B.A. Jackson from the ATL How you doing this evening, my brother? I'm well, man Excited to be on the show all right, well, glad yeah, glad to have you on the show. All right, before we um get into the meat and potatoes of this thing, because I know Big Rich is ready to go, I want to um give uh, an acknowledgement out. Um, over the last week, we've seen, especially since uh, Friday, when our uh, idiot in chief decided to tweet. Uh, something real inflammatory and incendiary during a um, one of his campaign rallies in Alabama. Something that hasn't been uh, focused on a lot in the media because everybody's been focusing focusing on these uh, protests across the NFL and the president's words, which actually sparked it. But I'm gonna save that for later in the discussion. There hasn't been a whole lot of talk about Puerto Rico. Um, you know, here in the States, you know, a lot of us, we we were pretty much engaged in the media 
when Harvey uh, took out parts of Texas, when um, Irma took out Florida and, you know, other islands in the Caribbean, but it was Maria that came behind those two that really devastated a lot of the islands in the Caribbean, uh, the Virgin Islands. Uh, I have a cousin down there in St. Croix, and he's been saying, of course, they are hit really bad without power. But Puerto Rico, you know, is really devastated. They've been dealing with a lot aside from loss of power. They have people down there that are struggling with uh, food shortages, gas shortages. I was reading where of the 69 hospitals that they have there uh, in that uh, nation, in that uh, island country, that only 11 of them are still operational. So you have uh, a lot of people that's, you know, dying, some on the verge of dying. They can't get enough supplies there. Um, But there are two people that I wanted to highlight. Um, Actually, there are several, but there's a couple I want to highlight real quick, and if you guys want to chime in, feel free, please. Um, J.J. Barea. Don't know if uh, I'm sure Big Rich know who J.J. is. Comedic doesn't follow the NBA like that. But uh, J.J. Barea is a guard for the Dallas Mavericks, and he's actually from Puerto Rico. And he uh, sent out a text, actually, to his boss, owner Mark Cuban, about, you know, wanting to do something and help, you know, the people in his his country. And uh, Cuban actually sent him a text, told him to uh, check his, you know, check his text, um, or check his email, rather. And Cuban actually gave him, or rather loaned him, the company or the team plane, team airplane. And Barrera took his wife and 11 of his closest friends, and they flew down to Puerto Rico with the plane loaded with supplies. I mean, they took generators. They said 32 generators, medicine, food, plenty of water. You know, um, and Cuban told him, you know, hey, said, you know, when you come back, take another plane, go back, take as much as you want, keep going, you know, taking care. He was actually even able to come back with an additional 30 people, including his mother, grandmother, cousins, and other family members. Um, Have to acknowledge people like that, man, is really trying to help with the effort because, unfortunately, we don't see, or at least I haven't seen, a lot of the outpouring of support and the effort that we saw you know, with the victims of Hurricane Harvey or with the victims of uh, Hurricane Irma, you know, in both Texas and Florida, respectively. But it's it's something, man, and and it really has to be said that, you know, as a nation, you know, Puerto Ricans, these are American citizens as well. This is, you know, uh, part of our country. This is, you know, U.S. territory. And, again, there is some support you know, going there from this country, but it hasn't been getting what I feel is the attention that the two previous disasters that have affected, you know, more in our continental U.S. Also, Pitbull, rapper Pitbull, had took his uh, private plane and also flew a number of people, cancer patients, back to the U.S. who needed to come for uh, uh, chemotherapy and other treatment. 
you know, sent his plane down there uh, to bring people back. There are Major League Baseball players, uh, Ivan uh, Pudge Rodriguez, um, Beltran, and others. They've taken up one want to say what do they say uh, almost a million pounds of food and supplies on a plane down there. So there's a lot of support for the uh, Puerto Ricans down there in Puerto Rico, and just wanted to acknowledge that real quick before we uh, got into any other serious discussions. Rich, Comedic, uh, my man B.A., anybody got anything they want to add? Well, um, hey, let me just say, I'm this B.A. Jacks from Atlanta. Let me say uh-huh. thank you for bringing let me just say thank you for bringing up that issue. I think that's very important. I want to say there are two places in Atlanta that you can donate. Um, okay. There are, there are two Puerto Rican restaurants um, in the Smyrna Marietta, er, Smyrna Marietta area that are taking supplies, anything from bottled water to travel-sized toiletries, canned goods, powdered milk, hand sanitizer, I mean, everything, baby formula, battery, diapers, adult diapers, baby wipes, first aid kits, medicine. I mean, literally every duct tape, trash bags, anything. But here are the two, if you don't mind, can I give the two um, Puerto Rican sure. restaurants that are taking supplies? By all means, my brother. Please. The first is Porch Light. The address is 300 Village Green Circle, Southeast, Smyrna, Georgia, 30080, Suite 110. That's Porchlight, um, Porchlight Latin, 300 Village Green Circle, Smyrna, Georgia, 30080. They are taking supplies. The other restaurant is called Buen Provecho, that's B-U-E-N, T-R-O-V-E-C-H-O. The address is 2468 Windy Hill Road, Southeast, Marietta, Georgia, 30067. And what I'll do is I'll text this to Big Rich so that you all can just have it on paper. Yeah, definitely. Um, Once you give it to Rich, I'll make sure also that it's posted to um, to our Decipher Facebook page as well. And I'll also post okay. it on my personal page also. They're taking supplies until September 30th, and then they're making a trip October 1st to Puerto Rico to give those supplies. So I'll, I'll, get, up, I'll get all the information needed um, to, to Big Rich, and you all can – I'll give you the addresses. The, it's about a 23-point supply list that, you know, that basically it's everybody get in where they fit in. But again, I just thank you all for bringing that up. Awesome. No doubt, no doubt. Big Rich, Comedic, you guys got any? Uh, uh, no, no. Just um, you know, big time kudos uh, to Barrera. Uh, thank you very much, Ray, for making sure that with all of this ridiculousness that's going on right now. You know, you made sure that we here at the Cipher put you know what's what's important out front, and I appreciate you for that, brother. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, like I said, man, it, it, there there are things that happen, and before I say that, let me uh, 
Welcome, little brother L is finally joined us. Actually, joined us a few minutes ago, but in the midst of me talking, I didn't bring him in at time, and he kicked off. What's good with you, Black Seas? How you feeling, little bro? Black Seas. Yeah, he. Now he probably can't. He and I have been texting back and forth because he says he's been getting dead space, just dead air, and he keeps trying to call back. All right, I saw him and. On and he uh, went right back off again, but yeah, um, like I, like I was saying, um, a lot of what's been going on the last uh, several days, you know, this this storm hit uh, Puerto Rico actually a week ago today. It was uh, September the twentieth when it um, devastated that island, and again we've been engrossed in, or at least our media has been, and they uh, not not to completely shame the media because they have been doing coverage of Puerto Rico, but it's been more so dominated by Trump news, uh, especially since Friday, you know, and and Sunday when the NFL decided to respond to uh, Trump's tweets, you know, all of that has pretty much overshadowed the plight that uh, Puerto Rico is really going through down there. So, like I said, I felt compelled to bring that up, had to bring that up. So, anyway, um, Comedic, was there anything you wanted to add, bro? No, I mean, because I I never like to trail and tag on and add on, but it is just to highlight, I guess, to underscore the fact that this is not, and and how can I put this? So this is not DR, this is not Haiti or basically Espon, can't really, damn, Espanilla. It's not that island that doesn't belong to, this is a, this is not even a commonwealth. This is, this is, you know, U.S. territory. These are U.S. citizens, U.S. citizens in a catastrophic situation where, like, pretty much any good split second, it's going to become anarchy because anytime you cut off uh, um, what we call "quote unquote" modern society, n- not only power, but you got power, you got floods, you got the uh, a dam that's going to break, like two days ago, basically. You know what I mean, like we got situations that's incredibly tragic, and not even being human, not even to say humanitarian, but just to be just ridiculous characters are arguing over a moot point, right? Now, yes, hit Houston in the head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hit Houston in the head. But this looks way worse than Houston. Because Houston can get out to, I don't even know, but you know what I'm saying? Hell, if if at worst, and Texas is huge. I mean, I, I've driven that through that thing. It's forever big. But there are borders. There are places you can get to. There's refuge. You can get help. You are literally on an island, and you can't get no help. Where are you going? What are you doing? And, and the, the, the F shit is, this is American citizens. You want their vote. You want everything else from them, but when they need something, you don't have it. So just really, really slightly, like there was some, you know, I have, I have you know, Latin brothers on my on my page, whatever, and they're like a little bit swole with their governor because, you know, he's a politician, and I guess he may have said some things that were false or, or said that 
Trump was getting it in and he's not and they don't really trust him and, you know, he's whitewashed character, et cetera, et cetera. At the end of the day, you know, people are in dire situations and may start losing their lives, whatever, whatever. I mean, it's a tragedy. And what's really good is a moot argument that we're not even having about patriotism because that wasn't what the argument was about. So it's just weird, um, and I'm sure we'll get into it as we go on the show. You know, one of the things, B.A., uh, you still with me? Are you still with us, my brother? Yes, sir. Okay, just making sure. One of the things that really incensed me with this uh, Puerto Rico thing, I was reading um, something that came to light, which may be un, un, you know, known to a lot of people. But one of the things that has been coming up, and I've heard this from the mayor of um, Puerto Rico, and she, or one of the towns in Puerto Rico, and Something she said made me do a bit of research. They were talking about this Jones Act controversy. Any of you guys um, catch that in the news or hear about this Jones Act controversy? No. Okay, I'll share it with you in a second. What's good with you, Black Seas? How you feeling, my brother? All right, I got you on the board. Black Seas, you with us? that again. Black Seas, you with us, bro? All right, well, don't know what's going on with uh, Black Seas on his end and our switchboard. Uh, hopefully, uh be able to chime in here uh, shortly with us. Um, the Jones Act. This is a nearly century-old uh, law in this country, and what it was, it was a it was a law that was enacted right after uh, World War One, and um, this act was established to promote U.S. to promote shipping by U.S. owned and operated vessels. So what that means is that anything that would go to, let's just say, any of these islands, it would have to go through the U.S. first, and a lot of times it would cost that island double to, you know, have it brought there. So let's just say in this instance here, Puerto Rico needs supplies. They need, you know, supplies like last week. You know, under this Jones Act, they can't get those supplies unless it's brought to them by U.S., you know, uh, shipyard workers, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and then they would have to pay double, you know, for those supplies to get to them. Well, the uh, mayor and others in Puerto Rico have asked the U.S. to basically um, to basically uh, I'm, I'm looking for the right word here to suspend you know the Jones Act in order for them to get supplies. And of course, Trump and his administration is saying, ah, we're 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 thinking about it. We haven't made a decision on it yet. And the reason that incensed me is because when Harvey and both Irma hit, they didn't have a problem suspending the Jones Act. It was actually suspended for Harvey, uh, victims of Texas from Harvey and victims in Florida from Irma to get them supplies. But they're mulling it over for Puerto Rico. 
again, we're talking about U.S. citizens. You know, Trump even in his speech when he was with the uh, Spanish ambassador or the Spanish prime minister sat there and said, you know, well, Puerto Rican, it's an island. It's in the ocean. It's a big ocean, you know, like as a justification for why they just can't get them supplies there. You know, anything that has to do with minorities or black, brown, Arab, whatever, you know, we've seen the rhetoric. We've seen everything that he has said and done prior to becoming president and since he's become president. And nothing that I've seen to date highlights any care or concern for any minority in this country or in the case of Puerto Rico outside of the continental U.S. And like I said, that really that really burnt me something serious. Well, yeah, I, I, I was going to ask you, um, when you, when you were just saying that, if, if I, I may be saying this wrong, so correct me, please. Okay. So, wait a minute, Puerto Rico and its citizens, Puerto Ricans, are live on an island that is U.S. property. They're not necessarily it's U.S. part of U.S. Part of U.S. territory. It's state like Alaska and Hawaii, but just like they were prior to becoming states, it's uh, U.S. territory. It's part right. of the United I States. I get that. I get that. That doesn't mean that those people are U.S. citizens, though, right? <laughs> I, I yeah, mean, they're, 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 they're considered uh, citizens, Big Rich, yes. Okay, that's not that's not how I always read it. And maybe maybe I need to read it again. I always read that it was a U.S. owned territory, but they are but the citizens of Puerto Rico are not necessarily U.S. citizens. It's just a U.S. owned territory. That's how I always thought I learned it. That's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking again. Hell, I'm 47 years old. I forget shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Puerto Rico is a commonwealth of the United States, and they are U.S. citizens. Okay. Now, All because right. it's not a, now because it is not a state, they don't vote in presidential elections, but they send one non-voting representative to Congress. And I forgot her name because I saw her uh, speaking, you know, over the last few days as well. Okay. Like I said, don't feel don't don't feel bad. You and a lot of other people don't realize or know that Puerto Ricans are uh, fellow citizens. You know what the Ooh. you know what the fuck should pop off though? Cause we was just talking about this on Facebook, and I had to interject one of my brothers because he riled up a couple a couple of our uh, uh, Puerto Rican friends. You know what I'm saying over over. Over this same this same topic, <clears throat> apparently, 
apparently uh, Donald Trump was supposed to put a golf course on Puerto Rico. Yeah, I, yeah, that don't 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 get caught up in in yeah that I, I've seen the angry wait, post about wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. But, my shit was gonna go. My shit was gonna go a little bit further though. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. Okay, the, the, despite they, the, the, despite that they left them like thirty billion dollars in debt, like they left the country like thirty dollars, thirty thirty billion dollars in debt because Trump uh, claimed bankruptcy and then backed out of the deal. Aside from that, they was like, well, because we're a U.S. territory, uh, and a couple of Puerto Ricans were like, oh no, we got I got family down there, this that and the third, you know, it's a U.S. territory. Why hasn't why haven't they sent aid yet? I was like, well, basically they're gonna do it like they do every other country that they get in contact with. They're gonna they they're gonna wait till it gets super dumb dramatic. It's gonna wait till it gets real dire, and then they're gonna play savior. They're gonna come save you, food, materials, uh, uh, clean water, aid, all of this, right? And then they're gonna act like you owe. So because you owe, because we came to save y'all, now you have to give up. Uh, now you have to give up some of the prime real estate of your island. The same way they did for Iraq. Went in Iraq, bombed Iraq. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we saved y'all. We took y'all from Saddam Hussein, who was, you know what I'm saying, this crazy... You know what I'm saying? This crazy dictator. Now we get oil. Now we get American private interests that come over there and, and, and build and and uh, all of this private interest that come over there, which is worth millions and billions of, 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 of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And this is how you pay us. Oh, and we gave y'all democracy. Here, hold that. Bam! We gave y'all that. Because we tried to put it, we put in our own little president, little knockoff. He didn't work, so we tried to put somebody else in it. Huh, take that. Bang, here you go. You can have your first free election on us. You know what I'm saying? They're going to do the same thing to Puerto Rico. Now, now you, we want, you want us to save y'all. Now you have to become a state. There's no holding off now. There's no chilling on the sideline on the border for the last 10, 15 years as, as it's been. Now, now you now have to become our 53rd state, which is I pretty much what I think is going to get played out. All right, going back real quick to that, and, and I saw a lot of memes circulating about how Trump bankrupted Puerto Rico with that golf course. Now, that's not entirely true, and I had to re- really do a lot of digging and researching on that because I knew – if it got brought up on the show, I wanted to make sure that I could, you know, try to clear some of that up. That golf course that had Trump's name on it, Trump had actually entered into a um, licensing, a brand licensing and management agreement with the owners. The actual owners were a group called uh, Coco. I'm trying to dig it up. It's called Coco Beach Golf and Country Club. They had opened in '04 on the northeast coast of uh, Puerto Rico, about 30 miles from San Juan. Now, under the agreement, you know, uh, Trump's company licensed the Trump name to the owners and took on a share of the resort's day-to-day management. Now, what ended up happening was 
the owners had got a total of nearly $25.5 million in bonds to help build and launch the resort. Now, some years later, about five years later, they uh, defaulted on $26 million in bonds and had to seek another round of financing. So, actually, the company filed for bankruptcy. What Trump actually cleared off of that deal was like a $600,000 paycheck. So, you know, to say that Trump actually bankrupt, you know, Puerto Rico with that $32 million debt is not entirely true. It was actually another company that licensed, they, they used Trump's company to license the name and help with their brand management. He didn't really have no control or ownership over that golf course. So just wanted to bring that out there. As much as I'd love to stick it to that orange bastard, you know, for anything, can't entirely blame him for that uh, $32 million. That was the company that used his name as a brand and licensing to, that defaulted on that uh, $26 million in bonds that caused that, uh, that caused that collapse there. So just wanted to clear that up. All right, yo. Uh, <laughs> real quick, we got... Um, we we just went, I guess, uh, what, past week three in the NFL. And I can speak for myself. I can't speak for the – I know Big Rich is following NFL. I'm not certain if L is. I want to say Comedic. I don't believe Comedic is following this season. I could be mistaken. But I know Rich wanted to get into some NFL talk to recap what has happened so far in these three weeks. Before we jump into Come this, on, hell, uh, yo, man, yo, yo, bro, Ray, I don't give a damn about ahead. no scores. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Let's All get right. into this protest. Let's get into this Ray Lewis. It is. Damn it is. scores. All right, I'm, I'm, get into it. I'm just saying, I know you, you're a football man, but all right, we're going to get into that. I'm sure that's why your man uh, B.A. called in as well to get into this. All right, so as I stated earlier in the show, uh, on Friday, Trump did a rally in Alabama, and as he always does at these rallies where he plays to his base, he decided in typical Trump fashion to pretty much drum up some new controversy now. You know, this is way of uh, distracting, and decided to attack the NFL. Without calling Cap by name, he had made a statement in the uh, during his rally and said something to the effect of, you know, every time you see one of these players take a knee, he said, don't you want to tell this son of a bitches to, you know, you wish one of the owners would tell these sons of bitches, hey, you're fired, get off my field, or get that son of a bitch off my field, he's fired. So, of course, that drew a lot of ire from the NFL, and, and not even the NFL, but also the NBA, because he had also sent out a tweet, I think, earlier in that day where he criticized Steph Curry by name, stating that since Steph can't seem to make up his mind to come visit the White House, then I'm pretty much retracting the offer. <laughs> Long story short, Trump wanted to declare war with both the NBA and the NFL via a tweet in a rally. And the sports world, of course, wasn't taking it lying down, so they decided to come out full force with a show of unity. And on Sunday, a number of teams, 
displayed their unity and contradiction of Trump. You know, some linked arms, uh, some knelt, some even, I think, one or two teams, most notably the Pittsburgh Steelers, didn't even come out for the national anthem, which technically is how it was prior to 2009, but I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. Now, these uh, protests have pretty much an emotions through the gambit from fans of the sport to people who aren't fans. Everybody had an opinion, and opinions went from, you know, hey, it's their right to, hey, who do these sons of bitches think they are? So, I'm going to let my man Big Rich start off on this one and uh, get you guys' thoughts because I'm going to save mine for last. Um, BA, since you're our guest, any thoughts on what happened with uh, Trump's uh, tweet, his uh, his rhetoric at his rally and the ensuing protest within the league? Well, I'll, I'll briefly say it, then I'll open. I'll let you know all you know. You guys who are the main characters talking, I'll, I'll get in where I fit in later. But I'll, I'll just briefly say, okay. it's tricky. It's tricky because on one hand, you know, we've seen the degradation of the presidential office uh, to an extreme that I think we've never seen it before, at least in our lifetime. Um, so on one hand. There's a part of me that takes pride in the fact that people resisted Donald Trump trying to tell the NFL what to do. But there's a part of there's another part of me that sees the reality in the spectacle of Donald Trump has achieved the victory of sidetracking us from the original meaning of the protest. Change, for me, changing the narrative. The, exactly. Absolutely. For me, the protest on Sunday had much more to do with showing Donald Trump you're not going to run the NFL than it did standing up and bringing awareness to racial, racial profiling, police brutality, and the unarmed death mm-hmm. of black people by Systems of force mm-hmm. Even if there was a victory Against Trump There was a Loss For human and black rights In America And And I don't I don't know I don't know how to celebrate that Especially when how much does a victory against Trump mean when every day this week he's continued to tweet and continue to exert his power and influence? Because if you look over social media, white people all over the place are burning jerseys and burning tickets. And and so it might have been a slight battle won, but I really, really believe that in a lot of ways, at least for now, the change of the narrative, as you said, might be more harmful than than good, and I'll I'll, I'll start I'll stop right there. Okay, all right, all right. I right. definitely uh, co-sign with you on that. Who's next up to bat? L. Comedic, 
Big Rich, one of you want to jump in next? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying on, on most of your points there, B.A. Here's, here's the way I see it, though. The narrative about what these original protests were for had been changed long before 45 did what he did on Saturday. It was changed long before that. Um, when when Kaepernick, when Kaepernick, 14 months ago, okay, on that fateful Sunday when Kaepernick was sitting down on that on that on that uh, bench and and didn't stand for the national anthem, and then it was a retired SEAL team member who had pulled him to the side during the week. Nate, uh, name was Nate something. I can't remember his name. I just watched him a little while ago on Anderson Cooper's. Uh, Special he just did, but yeah, his name was Nate something. Go ahead, Nate Boyer. Nate Boyer, yeah, there you okay. go. Okay, appreciate. It. And when he pulled Kaepernick to the side, he told him. He basically said, "Of course, I'm paraphrasing here." He basically said, "Hey, brother, I get it. I I I, I get what you're upset about, and I understand and I agree, but." There's a lot of us out here who fought and died for this flag. And which in and of itself, for me, is a problem with that statement. Because the flag is simply a representation of something. Uh, ain't, nobody died, ain't nobody going out and dying for a pair of jeans. Ain't nobody going out and dying for a polo shirt. It's a representation of something. But that's a whole other thing. And, and then you know that's some that's later on in the show when we get to that Bible verse that you posted, Ray. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later. But <laughs> I so, was wondering if you was gonna bring that up, but okay. <laughs> oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely, absolutely, we're gonna bring that up. And so, <laughs> Since you didn't comment on it, I was sitting there saying to myself. I wonder if Rich actually saw this and if he planned on throwing this back at me on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, we're going to talk right. about that. And, and then when Kaepernick took the knee the next week, then all of a sudden everybody said, well, you know, Kaepernick's taking a knee instead of sitting down because that way he doesn't show such total disrespect to the anthem or to 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 the flag. And then that's when it became – about the anthem and the flag, anthem and the flag, anthem and the flag, anthem and the flag. So the narrative, as far as I'm concerned, B.A., got changed a long time ago, way back 14 months ago. Now, why are we losing this battle of what this is actually about? And this is what insists me so much. The one thing that I believe that we lack as black and brown people I can't say brown people because I, I, I don't live amongst brown people enough to know whether or not. But as far as a lot of black people I know and a lot of things that I have seen through my years, okay, one of the things that I feel we lack is accountability. We, not, we, we, we have it, but we tend to lack it as a whole. 
we, and, and I think because of the lack of accountability on our own, that's why we're losing this battle of what this actual actual cause and protest is about. If it's about the injustice of, 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 of black and brown people and the, the fact that we want the police to stop shooting and killing our unarmed black and brown men and women, that's what we want. Then stop doing that. Stop getting into arguments about it's about a flag. It's not about a flag. It is about a flag. It's not about a flag. Stop doing that and just start putting in programs. Start putting in types of educational tools to talk about getting into these offices in these cities and these counties and start to get start to get with your local government. Start talking about how we, we as football players or, or, or athletes or top-notch uh, individuals are, tell, are, are saying, this is how you at your level in your cities and states can go talk to this, this particular uh, Senate person. You can go talk to this particular governor. You can go talk to these mayors. You can go talk to these the uh, 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 these uh, city council members. Just start doing that and stop getting into arguments about a damn flag. If in fact that the art, if in fact that the point is about, we want to to to, to get the police officers and authorities as a whole to stop killing our black and brown children. Mm-hmm. Then let's go ahead and move forward with that. I guarantee you, if we move forward with that, and if somebody's talking that rhetoric about, yeah, you're disrespecting the flag, but we keep moving forward with what with the actual cause is, eventually people will be like, oh, wait, it was never about a flag. Because it's not, and it never was. But we keep falling into that trap of an argument. That's my right. Comedic, you got anything uh, you want to add? Any thoughts on the past weekend with uh, Trump's statements and the uh, ensuing protests that followed? No, um, I'm just confused as to. Well, you know what? No, because and I'm and no disrespect to nobody. I mean, if there was a, a popular comedian, I remember, I can't remember who the hell it was. I think it was Kevin Hart, maybe. Um, he blew, he took Twitter by the neck and stomped it out. And when he used to just constantly tweet, 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 you know, people thought it was funny at first, and then they, they just turned the feed off. Um, the president is not an entertainer, um, so he, should, he shouldn't have said platform. He's um, divisive and incisive, and he pours flame and as they say, for effect. So he he might create a situation or a platform or a hashtag something, and then he he looks and sees, you know, what what it will or will not do. I, I personally hope that he doesn't go into a second term. I hope that he's one happy, giggly baby, and then go home with it. Like he can he can literally say he did it. He he's the he's the. Uh, with no disrespect to individuals with any type of disability, but he's 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 the Goonie guy, you know, the guy from the Goonies, or, or some type of uh, mentally derelict individual. Yeah, and he got to smash down the homecoming queen. You know, he, he got he got the top sloppy tappy from 
from, you know what I'm saying, Miss Tierra. I mean, I'm like, wow, he's going to go home with that. He is ridiculous, right, point blank, and I think he's doing things for effect. Like, the freaky thing is, is like they said, if he, if he would have, like, don't touch nothing. I don't know nothing, but let me go talk to somebody and, and find out what is this thing about. And had he started the discussion with what this is really about, that would be interesting. But the sad thing is that it really honestly and truly seems as if he has some really, uh, at his core, racist values or, or at least ignorant values or, or at least, uh, 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 what do you call things? Uh, white privileged values. He has values that are indicative of of his skin color and his mindset, and he's just spewing that. So I, I don't I don't know. Like like I would like him to not talk just for a second, right? And he's not going to do that because three two today he's got to do it. I would like him not get involved. I would not him not to to to, to take the collective idiot um, poor white trash type or, or really honestly we're we're these disenfranchised people and stop that damn ball fake trick that you do to a dog, shaking their minds everywhere, and the whole country just goes that one way. I, I would like him to stop that. Like, just for a second, knock it the F off. Stand by, stand by, stand by. I wish you to knock it the F off and, and, and let and let some adults get in there. You know what I mean? Can we get it in? Because, again, there is a third – no, excuse me. <laughs> wow. I'm not watching NFL, but I, but I do remember it's 17 weeks. 17 weeks in postseason and whatever, whatever. And when this is all over with, there's going to be still be some butt hurt people n- talking about what, what they just recently said was something that wasn't even televised uh, 10 plus years ago. So I don't know. All right. L, any thoughts, bro? No, I'm sure L got plenty of thoughts, but <laughs> try to be brief with it, L, because we want to uh, move through. We got some other stuff to get through. And, uh, also want to hear some more from my man, B.A. That whole shit was kind of whack to me, though. Like, on some real shit. Like, like again, just like the brother B.A. said and, and some of the other points that, that, that I want to follow behind, um, that how the attention was taken off of what, what the initial protest was was about, you know what I'm saying, which was, you know, racial inequality, injustice, you know what I'm saying, brutality, on and on and on, right? So, my, so now it's... It, it went from it went from that to uh, athletes don't have a right to you know what I'm saying or don't know have a right or, or, or shouldn't be protesting or, or during a game you're an athlete you're not a political activist to you got to pick a point in time to when you can protest and when you can uh, uh, you know be 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 socially conscious to you know what I'm saying to we want to see y'all play the game and not be you know what I'm saying we don't want to see y'all black power and all that all that right. So, and and now it's here. It is the following season, and you know, uh, uh, you got Trump playing a massive role. You know, what I'm saying, you know, you know, giving a thumbs up to white supremacy. Like, wouldn't it be cool if, 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 if I could just tell my friends to, to fire these niggas? You know, what I'm saying, essentially what he was saying. You know, what I'm saying, and then it's, and now it's all of a sudden it's the NFL that that we're we're gonna stand behind. We're 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 gonna we're we're gonna support our players. You know, uh, and and the, you know the teams that we're we're gonna we're gonna protest. Uh, uh, that was more so a protest of of uh, of Donald Trump, uh, more so than of the the initial um, 
the initial topic or the, or the, or the initial reasons why why these protests these protests initiated. You know what I'm saying? What I'm not seeing, and maybe it's something that I shouldn't be outwardly seeing, it should be some behind the scenes shit, is social activism that is done by these players, you know what I'm saying, taking a to, to taking a, a, a portion of their taking a portion of their time or taking a portion of the money that they have or or or, or, or their salaries, you know what I'm saying, and putting it behind something fundamental uh, that will help in their communities. You know what I'm saying? In the states that they in the in the, in the communities that they play in, you know what I'm saying, to kinda help with some of the same situations that, that, that are being that were being initially protested. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I'm that that's what I'm not saying. What I'm not saying is 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 you know, teams putting the same way they have, you know what I'm saying, the the couple the, these other programs with NFL cares and you know what I'm saying and, and pro sixty and play 60 minutes and get off the bus and go run around and all the other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? The same way you could, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? Get into these neighborhoods and, 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 and deal with the same issues that we, that, that we're talking about that, 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 that are affecting your players. You know what I'm saying? I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing none of that done. You know what I'm saying? And I probably won't. So that, that's, that's why I call, I call bullshit. Like, like fuck, uh, uh, Fuck, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jerry. Fuck, fuck Jerry Jones for the for that bullshit photo op. You know what I'm saying? Like we not with that crack shit. You know what I mean? Like okay, you took a. You know what I'm saying you 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 took a knee and you 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 stood. You know what I'm saying while the anthem was being played. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that was crack shit. Yeah, you know I mean like I'm I'm good with I'm I'm good with the photo op. I mean, like, like if we if we really gonna get something done, and those are that those are in in, in prime and, and privileged places, you know, what I'm saying, or they're they're in a they're in a place where they can actually do something, then 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 do something, like like mm-hmm. what what is not going, what is not watching the games going to do? You know what I'm saying, what is not buying a jersey going to do? Unless you're taking the time that you're not watching a game and that or the money that you're not buying a jersey or not going to a game or not going to Buffalo Wild Wings, the money that she would spend not to cop them wings and get that picture and watch that and watch that game, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're taking those funds and doing something with it. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this other shit is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? The same thing shit we be talking about a Black Friday, the same way we talk about on any other topic, you know what I'm saying, as far as as far as black initiative. It's bullshit unless you're doing something with it. Yeah you know I mean, unless you are collectively within your within your community or within your circle doing something to change the dynamic or the situation that's going on locally and right in front of your face, it's all bullshit. Like, kiss my ass with that. Like fuck out of here. Like I got real niggas out here that's dying of this shit. I got real niggas getting pulled over when I'm saying with police getting guns on them. You know what I'm saying? I got real niggas that's 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 indicted, you know what I'm saying, because somebody done planted somebody done planted gun them saying drugs or guns on them. You know what I'm saying? I got real niggas that, that that's house been raided, you know what I'm saying, by by the feds. You know what I'm saying? That's really done. That, that's that's really in this shit. And I'm and I'm not talking about just niggas that be hustling. I'm talking about regular motherfuckers that get up and go to work. They, they, go, they get up and go to work every morning. You know what I'm saying? So all of this shit that everybody profiling about and sticking their hand up and shit. I got real niggas going through this shit. You know what I'm saying? As do everybody else. So if you're not stepping that foot forward and putting that initiative in a, 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 a putting that effort into doing something real, get the fuck out of here. Like watch the game. Sit your ass down. And shut the fuck up. Leave the chicken wing or something. Okay. All right. I'm um try to be brief with mine. First off, um, 
when I saw that display on Sunday, like a lot of people, I call bullshit as well, even more so than the uh, bullshit that I just saw um, this morning when I saw that Sports Illustrated cover. But, um, you know, prior to Trump making that, uh, you know, calling our athletes sons of bitches and, you know, talking about the owners firing them, prior to that moment where he gave that uh, statement in that rally, they said there were a total of maybe nine players in the league that was taking a knee. Nine. After Trump did that, all of a sudden you see a multitude of players, you know, multitude of teams all taking knees. And as I said, this has changed the narrative from, as Rich said, 14 months ago when Cap did it. And nobody ever said, everybody wants to sit up here and talk about is disrespecting the flag, is disrespecting the flag. Let me, again, as I had to school a young lady um, in, a, in a Facebook group, the flag is a symbol. That's it. It, it, it doesn't, nobody, as, as, uh, as Rich stated earlier, nobody is dying for a flag. The men and women who have served, like myself, others who are still serving, those who have died in uniform while serving, they weren't doing it for a flag. Doing it for our U.S. Constitution. Let's get it right. It's not about the flag. It's about the Constitution. Those rights that we have, the right to protest, the right to uh, vote, the right to, you know, own a gun, everything that we want to do, that's what what our men and women of the armed forces are fighting for. They're not fighting for a freaking flag. So people need to to get over that. But, again, like I said, the whole purpose of CAPS taking a knee was to bring light to social injustice, something that we are still battling with in this country decades after, you know, uh, uh, Tommy Smith and Juan Carlos gave the uh, power fist. Decades after Ali, you know, uh, essentially was stripped of his career for taking a stand against an unjust war. You know, making political statements in sports has been happening in this country for the longest time. So people kill me with making this like this is something new. So, again, like I said, that whole display that the league wanted to do, you know, you guys didn't do that with Cap did it 14 months ago. You know, hell, you didn't no, do it. Hell, you started. Start. 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 So, again, all, so all, all, again all, that, all, all that. Uh, I don't know why I got the echo here. But, you know, again, it, it, it's just, it's, it's all BS to me. And that that's really all I have to say on that because, Regardless as to what all we do, how we spend our Sundays, for those of us not watching the game, I've actually myself gotten back involved in mentoring, you know, because that was something that I wanted to do to figure out, you know, hey, I need to be more involved in in trying to, you know, 
help or do my part to try to affect change, even if I can't change the mind of the the diehard racists in this country, I can help shape younger minds who will sit up here and be like, you know, well, hey, you know, okay, this, you know, what this brother is saying makes a lot more sense than what I'm seeing, you know, or what I'm hearing in some place like Charlottesville or elsewhere. So, all right, that said, uh, we just got another caller to join us, and if I'm correct. This is my man from Bakersfield, California, Adrian. Yo, what's good, my brother? How you feeling? Oh, I'm all right. How y'all doing? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. We were giving our thoughts on uh, Friday as well as um, um, on Monday. Any thoughts? Want to um, chime in? Well, uh, I'm sure... I'm 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 preaching to the choir, um, especially after the, the last person who spoke. Um, anyone who took a civics class would know that yeah that the the flag is a symbol of the United States. Um, and uh, I was listening to a gentleman uh, speak on. Some something someone sent me something on uh, on Facebook. It's really interesting because <laughs> he said we disrespect the flag every day. We put it on a, in a we we make the American flag into a bandana and wear it on our bald head. We make bathing suits out of the American flag. Uh, you know, all sorts of things. Nobody's having a fit over that. Uh, and the fit that they are having is a misdirected fit. Um, and the fact that you're gonna the the, the president would try and uh, pick the protest that is worth fighting for in his in his mind is 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 is, is delusional um, because the fact that they are doing a peaceful protest uh, not even spoken um, which is the right that they have that is the spirit of what the people who are in the services are fighting for to uphold our constitution. And it's kind of ludicrous for him to say these things. But then again, the person that he is, I'm not too sure of uh, how many civics classes he paid attention to or, or even went to. So, that those are my feelings on it. it. It's it's almost it's almost like my father would say, you know, don't argue with somebody that's crazy, because the person who walks in on that argument won't know who is crazy and who is not. So let crazy people just say what they're going to say, and you do what's right. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thanks. That's a- Hey, but but, see, but, but here, here's my thing, right? And, and then I want to kind of circle to back to what's going on with this echo all of a sudden, man. Are you on a Bluetooth or uh, some sort of speaker, Big no. Rich? No, not at all. I don't so, know what's um, going on then because I... Well, it, I think it just went away. Okay. So, let me... Let, 
you, you talked about to what to what Adrian just said about how he saw somebody say that we disrespect the flag every day. Uh, people making bathing suits out of it. Um, you know, people wearing the bandanas on their heads, so on and so forth. But again, the flag is a representation of the Constitution. It's a representation of this country and 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 what we fight for. And what's supposed to be a living, breathing document, day in and day out, is the Constitution. So when you think about it, the Pledge of Allegiance, I pledge allegiance to the United States of America, is, and we look at the flag when we do that, that even says then, what you're pledging your allegiance to, which is to America, to its properties, and to its freedoms that it allows. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, as it said. Now, just real quick, don't go too deep, Ray. I just want you to answer this one question for me. Can you please tell me the name of the Bible verse that you put up. Just tell me just the names <laughs> and the numbers. The verse I put up was Exodus chapter 20, verse 4 through 6. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4 through 6. Mm-hmm. Now, B.A., you, you mentor a lot of men and women and children, boys and girls, um, there's a even in, in your young poultry body, there's wisdom beyond belief. But how how do you approach that subject? Based off of that that Bible verse, I pledge allegiance to the flag and our living, breathing document, which is the which is the Constitution. Let me let me let me. Because B.A. isn't Facebook friends with me, and I'm sure he didn't see the post. Actually, what I put up, B.A., I put up a Facebook post. Um, I don't know if it was over the weekend or earlier this week where I asked a question. I said, for all of my uber-patriotic Christian folk, is pledging allegiance to a flag akin to Exodus 24-6? And then I added, said, just curious. Okay. Okay, are you all asking my opinion? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, okay. I want to make sure. And, well, I think, I think, so I'm not a huge Pledge of Allegiance person. I'm not a huge flag person. I don't think the same thing as Exodus 24 through 6, only because in Exodus 24 through 6, I mean, basically, when you're talking about idols and the Bible, they literally are talking about. God that different tribes or different communities had that were articulated as God, that were bowed to and worshipped. The flag, mm. though it's asked mm. to be honored in a way by standing or holding a heart, the flag is not articulated as something as a as a symbol of worship. The idea behind standing, and, and again now, you're talking to somebody who's 
boycott the NFL and who's not here and who's totally supportive of taking a knee to the flag. But I don't think those proponents of standing up for the national anthem or for the flag or putting your hand on your heart, that foot for is always articulated as a matter of respect, not worship. Whereas in Exodus 20, they're talking about shrines of worship. Um, and, and I don't, I, I, to my knowledge, the flag is not, we're not asked to worship the flag. Okay, let me, let, me pose, let me pose this to you then. When you have scores of people who look at others that if you don't stand up and whether you salute it, whether you put your hands over it, over your heart or whatever, but if you don't acknowledge this flag, then it's considered like the highest form of blasphemy that is not pertain to God per se. Now, reason I put that post up, because a friend tried to challenge me and say that, you know, uh, the flag, he said, I'm not sure a flag qualifies as a sculptured image. And I had to sort of uh, correct him in regards that if you look up the phrase graven image, by definition, it means a carved idol or representation of a god. Now, if you have people that, and it's, it's not, trust me, this is bigger than just respect, VA. You have people that are gung-ho ready to fight and kill someone for, as they call, this blatant and overt disrespect of the flag. And, and the only time... In history, where I could think of people killing over any type of blatant disrespect or blasphemy, are various religions. Christians did it during the Crusades. You still have uh, some who want to perverse Islam and and kill in the name of Allah. So, I mean, this is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing new. We've seen this throughout history, and when you look at it through that prism. Yes, you can sit up here and say a flag is not God or a flag is not a God. But when you have people who are so gung-ho in, in, defi- in, uh, in, in defending it, then, yeah, you're putting it akin to a uh, graven image. Oh, I like agree. I said, it goes, I don't, I don't, yeah, I it goes beyond respect. I agree with that. Okay, so let me just make the distinction, I guess, is what I was saying. I thought your argument was is the idea of asking people to stand, raise their hand to a flag, asking people to serve life. And I was saying, no, it's not, to ask people to do that and respect God. But if your point is, are people seeing patriotism religiously and their response to people who don't conform to their idea of how the flag ought to be treated, can it be very comparable to how people treat religion or how people treat um, people's response to God? And absolutely, there's some 
100% comparison from that aspect. So do you see the difference? And I guess what I, I guess I misunderstood. Yeah, uh, but but in but in in that in that in that prism that you speak of, right? In that prism, therein lies the the room for therein lies the room for fanatics, and I don't mean fanatics—the long word for a fan of something. No, I mean mm-hmm. fanatics as in people who go unreasonably over the top for a thing. And that can be done with anything. That can be done with religion. That can, there, be, there are some people I know who talk church all the time, every day, mm-hmm. all day. And I and, and mm-hmm. as much as I love my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, there are times where I'll be like, you know what, I really don't want to talk to them right now. Why you do it? <laughs> Right. Won't he do it? But but can I make a just a can I make an illustration to Ray's point? Sure. About how about how preposterous this idea and how preposterous these people are about this flag and our stance and our posture and our position. And how religious like it is and I guess in terms of how people's pragmatic priorities it feels like religion. We live in a country, by all respects where Christians applaud, stand up, and cheer, and are adamant about the necessity of freedom of religion. Most of these, you know, flag-waving, national anthem-standing patriots would at any point talk about one of the great aspects of America is that we celebrate as a principle, practice, and law, the freedom of religion. The idea of freedom of religion says, the idea of freedom of religion says that I think it is essential for our country to say, think about this, you can disagree with me on Jesus. Now, for all intent and purposes for the Christian, there is no higher greater point of life than who Jesus is in relation to God and our lives and our spirituality. But these same patriots would would swear it's important for our country to let you disagree on Jesus. These same people who would let you disagree on what's central to their faith don't think you should be able to disagree on our posture to the flag. And to Ray's point, that speaks volumes about how distorted and misprioritized this whole idea of patriotism and, and, and acts of patriotism, symbolic acts. And let me say, because that's what's key, symbolic acts of patriotism in practice are more important than Jesus for a lot of Christians. Mm. You can disagree on Jesus. But you can't disagree on what posture you should have during the national anthem. That's major. And to your point, Ray, that is, that does become idolatrous. It does make patriotism and nationalism or what have you idolatrous. And so I, I say that to say I think you really, really are on point, at least in practice, 
on, on that issue. Well, like I said, when I threw up the post, I wasn't a part of me wanted to be facetious with it, but a part of me really wanted to to point out that in this society today that there are those of us, and when I say us, I mean society, the U.S. as a whole, not, you know, myself individually, but there are those of us in this country that are treating this flag, especially in light of Kaepernick's actions, in light of Trump's rhetoric and everything else, they are treating this flag in the same vein as they would God. This is how we, this is how people, you know, treated uh, what they call the heretics, you know, back in the days or 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 in Salem, Massachusetts, when they accused people of being witches because they didn't uh, believe in the God that you believed in or you practiced something that didn't correlate to, you know, their religious belief. Or in the Crusades when Christians killed many people in the name of mm-hmm. Christianity because they... Mm-hmm. Want to be Christian Infidels You know so Our nation whether people Want to believe it or not Our nation right now and, and especially Under Trump Our nation is becoming exactly Like Some of these Middle Eastern nations That Don't want democracy that Islam Is the law of their land And if you don't believe that Look at what just happened in Alabama with that uh, person who uh, won the election in the uh, runoff for the Republican nomination. This guy is one of these uh, uber-Christians. He's one of these super-Christians like Mike Pence. And if he has his way and Pence have their way, they're talking about we need to put God back first in our government, that everything will be... Christian in this country If you're a Muslim, hey, get the hell up out of here If you are a Buddhist, get the hell up out of here You know, these are people that want to take this country back to where The only religion that existed in this country Save for the the Native Americans who practiced, you know, what uh, faith that they have Prior to the uh, colonials coming here But they want to go back to a Christian nation. And that will put us on par with some of these Middle Eastern nations who are pretty much killing and doing anything against the infidels who don't embrace their uh, religious belief. Yeah, you know what, you know what kills me though? You know what kills me? Like, like, for people that are so diehard patriotic, you know what I'm saying, like that that go really a, a above and beyond in support of this country and and and, and its supposed ideals. Um, a Christianity isn't an American concept. It's not. It's something that was way before that, that we all know was something before you know uh, America as an as an entity was born, right? So, so that, that's that's above your head early. Um. So 
as far as being American, American, American. That's some. That's some. Hit, that that's that's some. Like it's it's crazy to me because it's funny because that's it's it's to 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 be quote unquote American is is hypocrisy in its in in, in its own right. You know what I'm saying? Like how do you lay claim or lay right to a country that ain't yours? That it was motherfucking people for you. That you had to learn. Them say that you left because you couldn't do what you wanted to do under 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 the you know what I'm saying under the monarchy or under, under the rule of the king. You couldn't do what you wanted to do. You know what I'm saying so you left and went to take somebody else's country, right? So they wouldn't let you cop a squat over there. So you keep everybody or you box everybody in after you brought in plague and, and sickness. And all types of, and all types of other shit, right? So now all of a sudden, now to to build this collective, this 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 ideal of 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 of, of America, you had to go get niggas from Africa, chinks from China, and then the Indians that was already there to actually actually build. You know what I'm saying? This shit that that's y'all living off of. You know what I'm saying? So like. What what kills me is is that this, your, your shit is so fundamentally broken and backwards and fucked up, but yet and still you crazy gung ho about it. You got a president and you got people that them saying that you you can't even do what the fuck you want to do. Like 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 your taxes is high and you still broke. You still can't go get your teeth fixed. You them saying your Medicaid fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You can't get a, a, a decent paying job. You know what I'm saying? Even even with a college degree, you still got dumbass debt. You can't live un, 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 unless you uh, unless you were the top 1% of the top 10% in this country. But yet still, you so gung-ho that you wouldn't fought and died for what? For niggas to still, still be, for shit to still be fucked up like it was 50 years ago? Just at a different time? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But you gung on about this shit. Like the system even don't even necessarily work for you, but you gung on about this shit. But because I lift my fist, because I feel some type of way, or because or uh, because I don't fuck with the flag, because but, but because I knew, but but but, but, but because I'm a descendant of, 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 of the people that 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 built that that built this country. With, with with no type of gratification, with no, you know what I'm saying, with not nothing, not a 40 acre, not a mule, not nothing, you know what I'm saying, and 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 and, and I feel some type, I'm wrong, I'm an American, nigga, you, all of you motherfuckers ain't from here, ain't none of you niggas from here, you not from here, tradition country, and I'm, and I'm not going to laugh about it. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me ask go this ahead. question. Kind of rein it, kind of rein it back in. While while BA was talking and then and little brother was talking, I was sitting here going through my mind and kind of looking through a list of quarterbacks because um, I wanted to find somebody that was as close to on par as I could. Colin Kaepernick. Okay. I did that purposely. I didn't want to find somebody that was super successful. I didn't want to find somebody that was super popular. I just wanted to find somebody who was kind of on par with him and 
um, you know, wanted to ask this question. And the person I can think of, I thought of two people, Jake Bortles, Marcus Mariota. Those are two people I thought of. 14 He's months better ago. than those guys, Rich. Come on now. Give, give, give the brother some credit. He's better than those guys. Yo, Ray, Ray, let me finish before you just jump in, bro. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, let me finish. I, I know what I'm talking about. Because in college, they, when he was at University of Nevada and Marcus Mariota at Oregon, they were the bomb together. I'm not talking about just the NFL. Just let, let me get this out. So Marcus Mariota was at, was at Oregon. He was killing them. When, uh, um, uh, what you call it, Carver was at Nevada, he was killing them. When they came into the NFL together, they were, they were both the hot topics coming into the NFL. Okay? Kaepernick had a much better start than Mariota did. But Mariota still had expectations of big things. It's slowly starting to turn around for Mariota now, but he had a much slower start at Tennessee than Kaepernick had up in San Francisco. But they were the hot topics coming into the league. All they talked about was them two dudes. That's it. So that's why I picked him as opposed to a Tom Brady or as opposed to a Peyton Manning or whomever. I picked Marcus Mariota. And that's still a scary question to ask because he himself is Hawaiian, and I don't know how Hawaiians are looked at when it comes to a race of people. Now, that being said, are we having even an inkling of these kinds of conversations 14 months later? If it was Marcus Mariota who, t- who took a knee 14 months prior, anybody? Anybody? I'm sorry, there was a there was a question in yes. there. I missed the question. Yeah, let me ask. Here's the here, here's the only yes. If if you're going to tell me Mar- Marcus Mariota has the same resume. What what makes yes. this difficult? What, whatever if Marcus Mariota has the same resume, if he does have the same resume, and he takes a stand, are you saying for Hawaiian people or for black people? They'll take no. The, the exact same scenarios have taken place on the timeline, and he's Absolutely. the one who just says, "You know what? Enough of this. I'm finna say something or do something." Are we still having these conversations? I absolutely believe so. Because you have to realize, if Marcus Mariota, as much as he was hyped, you and I would, I would say even more so with Mariota, because Mariota was much more hyped coming out of college than Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if Mariota, if his height goes to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship or an AFC Championship, and um, and then does what he does. Absolutely, we are. Okay. And why, why, I mean, I, there's still a part of me, B.A., there's still a part of me that can't let go of the black side of this. And believe well, okay, me, I, I, I've tried. Wait. Just just, to, all right, just for shits and giggles, right? Like, what, what would he be protesting about, like, Mariota? Like, 
No, he's it's the it's the like I said, like I said, L, it's the same scenarios. He's just the one who decided to say, you know what? This man is I'm tired. This is bad. This is bad. In other words, though, he's saying that he's fed up with the the cops getting away with taking a minority life. The the black men being in Ferguson, being in Baltimore. So so he's taking the same stand. All right, cool. All right, yeah. Yeah, That same stand. And this is this is without this is this is without capping it. This is yeah. This is if it were Marietta Marietta doing this instead of Kaepernick. Do you? Think I think the better question is if Blake Bortles done it or or any white. If any, I think the better question is if if any white quarterback does this, I would well, see, let, let me... I, I would the odds of him being valorized are exponentially higher. But let me tell you the why I didn't want to without, any white uh, Yeah, I had, to agree, I had to agree with B.A. there. Without question, he would be. Because here's the thing. With a lot of people, and, and this is especially true for those white people who live in their bubble and aren't privy or, or try to deny, you know, what really happens in this country with regards to race relations, then, yeah, it would be. The, okay, look at it from another perspective. Two things that they don't like seeing uh, that we saw that was actually praised by a lot of white people but was criticized by the league when Tebow was flaunting his love of his faith. And we get out there okay. on the field, knee, say a prayer, you know. Good one. White people, white people lapped it up. It was like, you know, it's a good Christian man, but, of course, the league frowned upon it. Right, right. So that, that's what I said when you when you start talking about and and I get what BA is saying instead of using Mariota because yes Mariota is considered a minority still. So yeah, if you use somebody like let's just say a Tebow, if Tebow would have done it, we're not going to use a big name like say a Brady or or uh, Rogers or one of them because they understand they're the face of the franchise, so they're not going to put themselves. Out there like that But somebody I get what you're saying And I agree with B.A. Yes It it would It would take a totally different spin Because you got to remember For Okay The elite For the elite in this country Or the super rich Which most of them are white We're their entertainment You know Black athletes Black entertainers in their eyes, we're here to entertain them. So when you do something beyond entertaining, then yes, they're all going to take offense. And, and there are so because many parts of the narrative that would have never been brought not, up if he's white. You're not staying in your lane. Your lane, and, and you hear this a lot with them. Your lane, you're an entertainer. You're a basketball player. You're a football player. You're a baseball player. You're a rapper. You're a comedian. Stay in your freaking lane. We don't no, pay you. Fuck the lane. Fuck the lane. Stop. We don't put place. it up here. Stay in your your place. We need you to entertain us. <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're, you're saying that, but at the same time, you're saying, if I'm hearing you correctly, and maybe I'm not hearing you all correctly, because uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little turned around. 
I hear what you're saying as far as being the entertainer, the athlete, so on and so forth. But if it's a white oh does this. Oh, yo, white, hold up. I got I got um I got my T V on and they just hit breaking news. Man. R.I.P. to Hugh Hefner. He was found dead at yeah, 91. I just, seen, I just seen it, yo. The pimp oh, is wow. gone. The pimp is gone. Yeah, it's, flash, it's flashing on CNN now. I have my TV on mute. He's dead at 91. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, getting back. Hold up. I, I get what you let me Let me get up because there's a voice that's been silent because a lot of us has been talking. Comedic, you want to uh, chime in on uh, Rich's uh Question that he was asking. I mean, Rich, Rich's question is, is clear and obvious. Um, I do want him to clarify and twist tie because that's what he was about to do. But my thing is this: you can say a lot of things, and, and, I've, and it's, not, it's in no disrespectful way. I don't really know the, the makeup of Kaepernick. I don't know his bio. I don't think his bio is. Indicative of my bio in Exus County, Jersey. I don't feel that way. Clearly, he's melanated, and clearly he's gonna get some ostracized. You know what I'm saying? But if uh, Beast Mode would have been the first one to take the knee, they'd have been trying to lynch him. You know what I mean, like real talk. So if uh, a Tebow, who I did for some reason that that did come to mind because he was always taking the knee for his faith, whatever, whatever, blah 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 blah. blah. If he if he would have for whatever, for whatever reason came out of his head and was like, yo, I because and, and it really wasn't about like it wasn't about that. But let's just say that that he turned it on his ear like 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 we kind of sort of have been doing recently, because all he said was, uh, excuse me, all Kaepernick said was at this time, at at, at this place, I'm going to to make this gesture to bring attention to this condition, right? Then Katz got deep and was like, word is born, the third verse, say all of this. I, I don't really think he was going that deep at the time, but, but let's just say he did that, right? Let's say Tebow came out and was like, oh, my God, the third verse said this maniacal, bloodthirsty thing, and we're celebrating, you know, this, blah, 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 and it's anti-Christian. He would have been ran up out of there, or who knows what dangerous Ish would have popped off because then it would have been like, oh, you're not Christian, and you know this quote unquote country is is mostly based on the Christian. Who knows who would have been fighting versus fighting, and who knows who like you know this is such a spooky topic, you know when we go there. But you know what I'm saying, who knows what set of Southern Baptists would have been like, f him, and and you know what I'm saying, who knows where this would have went. But right. at the end of the day, it wasn't about any of that when it popped off. We were becoming just numbed with people getting pulled over, shot, kids getting questioned, shot, people getting um, shot and shot, and then no accountability by the police. This is why it happened. Hmm? I don't give four fucks about Francis Scott Key. Um, and none of this, because it's not about that. It's not about how much money they make or not make, whatever, whatever. This season is going to be over, like I just said, right around my birthday. Um, I don't know who will be in season at that time, maybe basketball. I don't fucking know. But what I'm saying is it will still not be about this, right? 
they would have they would have turned around, still shown lunacy, still shown that we are at the edge of of tasty gourmet hate. And it has nothing to do with any of this. Right? So maybe. But it, it would never have this face. So I, I don't know. And 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 just just the thoughts and the context and the people just sitting at home sharpening their edges of their wit to talk about all manner of things that has nothing to do with the fact that most of the people on this broadcast that are, are adding into the broadcast still tread very light when they get pulled over. And that's the end of it. Like, like I, I'm not even going to elevate my voice on it. I'm not going to get a hemorrhage about it. I'm not going to go back and forth about it. I personally said, you know what? Let, let, let me let me give you another a slight parallel, and I'm jumping off this. So I'm not going to go to, to 138 with this. Everybody knows I'm a gamer. Everybody knows. Everybody knows, like, I'm nationally ranked in playing Call of Duty. Had a character on my team, 10, 10 maybe 10, maybe 15 years younger than me because I'm, I'm old. White cat. He, he thinks that that nigga is an adjective that he can use or whatever, whatever. And, you know, he quote-unquote doesn't mean nothing by it, all this other kind of shit. I'm like, after years, and I mean years of rolling with kid, I'm like, kid, I can't take it because the way you you frame it, I can't take it. So either I'm going to drive because he's local. I've never met him, but I'm either going to drive over there and punch you in your fucking mouth or I'm going to mute you and or not play with you. One, one of the three. Right, this is this is something that I'm that I'm not gonna do. So, in and of that same spirit, when you blatantly say, "Yo, Big Ben can mug rape this bitch in the damn bathroom," and and have cases after cases of him just date raping chicks, when I think even one of, one of one of one of my my brothers, it was either Eli or his brother, one of the motherfuckers had sexual problems. Ray Rice knocked his bitch the fuck out, and all these other people got jobs, and my man with the big fro can't get a job. Zero, please? Come on, son. I can't ride with you. And I don't give a fuck if you miss one of my dollars because I don't spend a lot of money. I got a closet full of jerseys. I'm trying to catch my 19, my my, my, my fucking Giants jerseys from, from the year that I thought they was the best. I got a collar full of some shit. Most of them are gifts. So I haven't spent no money. I don't buy beer like that. I don't. I don't, I don't double dis, discount, double check bullshit. I don't do none of that shit. So you're not making no money off me, no way. As me, for me, I said that's something I'm not gonna do. I'm, I'm not gonna fuck with you. And I might be back next year. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But I'm not gonna fuck with you. So when the original Nice Movement came and it was like blackout, use this time, go out here and be part of the community, whatever, whatever. Y'all know, like just like everybody else know, for the last fucking three, four years, I work on Sunday. <laughs> but every day since the season started, I work on Sunday in a Kaepernick jersey, color rush, red on black. That's me. Period. That's who I am. And, and then I'm gonna slide back over here and let the show go on. You know, I, I right, ran across. Um, a... Go ahead, Rich. What was you gonna say? No, no, because no, I, I, I was gonna ask you if we could touch on the one one other thing that, uh, of course, you know, has been hitting me pretty hard, and that's about Ray Lewis's 
perceived hypocrisy. <laughs> so, Big Rich, go ahead and uh, jump on uh, on Brother Ray. <laughs> All right, so um, so um, Ray Lewis uh, sat in with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless on the show Undisputed on Fox uh, FS1. And uh, he was having a conversation. And this was shortly after uh, the meme came out where they showed Ray Lewis hugging uh, Steve Bashotti um, and making it seem like it was very much the same as I can't remember the characters' names in uh, Django. Uh, the one who uh, the characters uh, played by. Uh, Steven and uh, Calvin Candy, played by DiCaprio and Samuel. Right. Steven, the house hero, and, and Calvin. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And so, uh, Ray Lewis to talk, you know, had a big conversation with Shannon Sharp, talking about how close he was to almost getting a deal signed uh, to get Calvin Kaepernick to play for the Ravens, so on and so forth. Then that thing comes out, and the whole thing blows up. In both of their faces um, And Ray was saying How he wished that Colin Kaepernick Would come on out and say something uh, You know that He would come out and he would say that, that, that he needed to speak up On all of this talk going around him He needs to get It's too late to get in front of this talk So get in with the talk So you can try and take control of the narrative um, And because he said that he sat down with him And he talked with him and he told him that he would that he could never he will always stand when it comes to the national anthem. That he will always stand when it comes to talking about the, the, the representation or rather the, the, the respect that comes with the flag. Then we get to Sunday, nine thirty in the morning, local time, whatever time it is in the afternoon, London time. And uh the Jaguars are getting ready to play the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, well, the Jaguars get ready to play some team that looked like the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not sure what that 44-7 score was, but that's besides the point. Um, and as the Ravens are out there before, uh, as they're getting ready for the National Anthem, Ray Lewis is knocked in arm-in-arm with his defensive brothers or former brothers. And not only is he taking a knee, but he's down on two knees. He's down on two knees and has his head down with a shade on. And so, boy, everybody went crazy about that and lost their minds about that. So then on Inside the NFL, Ray Lewis gets on there and he tells everyone that he was, he said, if people would have looked at him closely, he was praying because he said this is such a confusing moment for all of the kids that are out there. The kids that happen to see this tweet that the President of the United States puts out, and now here we are on Sunday morning, and they don't know what to think about the NFL players, and they don't know should they be on the player side, or should they be on the President's side, and he said the kids were so confused, so he took that time to pray. That's what he said. Took that time to pray for all of those confused kids that are out there. 
Well, <laughs> I, 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 I met Ray Lewis one time in my life, and in that one time in my life, we had a, uh, you know, two words with each uh, amongst each other, and that's when I was working the door at a pool party, and this was and this was just after he had got to quit for the for for that murder, and he walked up to me and he said, "What's up, dog?" And then I had to look under his hat to see who he was. So that's the most interaction I've ever had with Ray Lewis. And I say that to say, so I cannot give you any type of firsthand knowledge of what his spirituality is. So I'm not going to say that the man wasn't praying. I'm not going to say that he was praying. He says, if you notice, I was down on two knees because I was praying. I didn't take a knee for the flag. So he could have been doing that. I don't know if he was. I don't know if he wasn't. What I do feel, though, is that, yes, he took that moment to pray. But he hijacked that moment to make it look good with the league. Well, we've That's already said, mean. Rich, that all of We've already said that all of them did that. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I understand what we're saying about everybody else. I'm saying that I think he hijacked that moment for his own personal gain so he'd be able to talk, so he'd be able to explain himself out of the perceived hypocrisy. That's what I'm saying. And and, and because he did that, I think it makes any, any type of act that he that he may have been genuine about, I think it it, it made that null and void. In 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 my eyes, you're faux pas, bro. Faux pas. So, I I, I mean I don't know. Ba, did you keep up with it at all? Did you happen to check out any of that at all? Yeah, I mean it was a lot. Um, I, I don't. Uh... I, the only thing I'll add to the Ray Lewis thing is for him to act like kneeling on both knees in the middle of all the people who are on one knee protesting, that that wasn't significant or that wasn't intentional. I, I just, I'm so, I mean, maybe he was playing, but I agree the optics of it had to be intentional. And I think praying gave him a scapegoat to both be cool with people protesting and saying I'm with y'all, but then once people cut up, he could say, well, no, I actually wasn't protesting. I was praying. Well, if you were going to do that, you shouldn't even got down there with them because they were protesting. <laughs> right. And so right. I, the I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's sickening to me. I mean, when I, that's the truth as I am about the regular thing. He has been very, he has talked about out of both sides of his neck throughout. He has tried to maintain as if he's everyone, like he's tried to maintain as if he was Colin Kaepernick's main advocate at the same time while publicly criticizing, calling what he was doing nonsense. It's, it, it, it's just, it, it's, it's offensive. And, and, and let me say this, and Ray Lewis has been my favorite player since 2000. So it has hurt me yeah. to see him on both sides of the fence and just so inarticulate and honestly just so untrustworthy on this. I can't trust where he really is and what he really feels. Yep. 
Yeah. That 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 and that that's exactly the taste that it left in my mouth. And and it was it was upsetting. It was really it was really, really upsetting. You got any thoughts, Al? Yo, if you was praying, why why you ain't get the whole squad to pray? Why 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 you wasn't praying with the whole team? How you gonna be arm and arm with your what I'm saying with, with with your whole squad to be an OG for the squad and you ain't taking lead on that? You know what I'm saying? You got all them young brothers that 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 seem to follow you. They let you travel. They let you in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? You get you know what I'm saying pretty much. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, uh, you 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 get you get a pass with the squad. You know what I'm saying? Cause you were OG and you brought two wings to the franchise. You know what I'm saying? Why you ain't got the whole team praying? Like that's another photo op. You know what I'm saying? You full gazy like the rest of these niggas. Yeah, Ray, you feel the same way? You know, I, I was done with Ray pretty much even before I stopped. You know, following my squad um, this season, I was I was done with Ray a while ago. So, yo, like on some real shit, like you, like like if you felt if you felt some type of way, or, or if you if you was so if you was gonna if you was gonna so hard for getting for 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 for, for, for Kaepernick to get a job. Where the fuck was you when your man Ray Rice was down? You know what I'm saying? Where where the fuck was you when your name said couldn't get a job nowhere, no how? When the when the, when you when the when the team and the league shitted on home. And you've well, been you know, there. Even even so, know. even so that was your man. That was your man. That was your youngin right there. That was your young boy right there. Why you couldn't look out for home? Like you fugazi, bro. Like you fugazi. Like uh, like and 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 I fuck with Ray Lewis. I fuck with Ray Lewis, but at the same time, and like them you know saying, it, like you're not a real nigga, like you claim to be, though. Like fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You you made for TV, nigga. Like on some real shit. All right, don't don't talk that don't talk that good shit because it sound because it because it sound good. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me let me let me, let me get a sound bite real quick from uh, Adrian, who I haven't heard from in a minute too, and then we gotta get ready to wrap this up. Any thoughts on uh, Ray Lewis's uh, <laughs> phoniness, as uh, Big Rich called it? Adrian. Adrian, you still with us? Or do you mute yourself? Yeah, I'm here. I was trying to get it. I was muted. Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Any thoughts uh what Big Rich was saying um, about Ray Lewis and his display uh, on I don't know. I I don't know. You know, when a when a person is doing this is just my opinion. When a person is double sided like double minded like that and you haven't seen him on TV in a while. He may be trying to find his place back in the spotlight uh to be relevant or to be thought of as relevant in in some way, shape, form or fashion. And um I, I don't know his motives. It all seems kinda janky because you can stand up and pray. Um, you can kneel and pray. You don't have to pray right there. 
there are many options, but you know it, it's a real cool it's a real cool um, loophole to be on both knees as opposed to one knee. Therefore, he could say he was praying. Um, there are many physical things that he could have done to, uh, you know, further uh, substantiate his his position. He could have held his hands open uh, like he was praying to Allah. But then who knows, that could have brought up a whole different story. But um, <laughs> honestly, I don't care. I really don't care. I really don't care because you're going to – there's so many people that are going to be talking about – there's so many peripheral conversations that are going to be happening about what's going on right now. And what's going on right now has spun so far out of control or – out of the realm of what it was, that it's crazy. Um, to me, Ka- Kaepernick is nothing more than the new uh, Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks, because Ty, she didn't want to get up. Did she know she was going to bring all of this about? Nope. But guess what? She did. Same thing yeah, with Rosa. Let me ask you this. He wasn't like Rosa. People, unlike Rosa, people did, I mean, unlike Kaepernick, people did stop riding the bus. And it lasted right, 380 but also, days, which but, brought about but, change. But, but uh, Beast Mode said that he was uh, not standing up before Kaepernick, just nobody wasn't paying attention to him. He wasn't even with the people to kneeling. He was sitting on the bench. Nobody was paying attention to that after Kaepernick made it sexy. And I'm sure Kaepernick may not have been, he was the first to be seen. Maybe it was because he had an afro. Maybe it was because he was, uh, you know, whoever. But I'm saying, I've heard LaShawn, I mean, not LaShawn. Shoot, can't even think of the man's name. Um, Beast mode, for lack of the, the proper name, say, I was doing it before Kaepernick. Nobody was paying attention to me. I didn't agree with thus and so, but again, nobody was paying attention to me. So, carry on. Hey, let me ask All you right, and with that, we got to wrap uh, up. Go ahead, Rich. What you got? No, 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 no. no. What, what time is it? We got four minutes. Okay, all right, Adrian. Adrian, answer for me. Very, very short answer. Having worked in TV all the years that you have, even when people are supposed to be doing something impromptu, genuine, so on and so forth, how many moments, quote-unquote moments, would you say on television are manufactured for for a moment's sake? Um... Give me a percentage. Like just a percentage. I, I, would say it's, I would say it's real low. I'd say I would give it 15%. Okay. So you say 85% of the quote-unquote genuine moments that happen on TV are actual genuine moments and not manufactured and put in place to be Oh, seen. no. I was going the opposite way because when you're dealing with uh, uh, television shows with a script 
or with a network that wants to arc or with an agenda that they want to uh, push, they're going to have their influence in there, which is going to take away from its genuineness. Unless you see the word live up there or that you know that this is uh, breaking news, you don't. You, all bets are off. Okay. All right. All right, Ray. All Thank right. you, brother. Thank you, Ray. All right, uh, BA. Um, your man, your man of faith. Yes, sir. All right. I want to invite you back to the show next week, if possible. Join us next Wednesday because there was a topic I wanted to get to tonight that I didn't get to that I got to get your thoughts on, and it revolves around a church here in North Carolina. Uh, Rich is Facebook friends with me. He could tell you the post because I put it up, I think, yesterday about the uh, controversy with the church here in North Carolina. I want to get your thoughts on that. Also, we didn't get around to it. I know Big Rich wanted to talk about it. But this uh, situation with the uh, college coaches and Rick Pitino's uh, firing from Louisville earlier today. So we'll get into that next week, some more topics as well. Don't forget, check us out again next Wednesday, every Wednesday, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with myself, the Atypical, the B-I-W-G Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Seas, give you 90-plus minutes of real talk with the cypher. And don't forget my man, DJ Comedic. You can check him out starting this Friday and every Friday starting at 11, going to 1 with the House Lunch Break Live. Catch him on Mixler. That's Mixler. My XLR. Check him out on Mixler. Get your house lunch break in. The brother is going to throw down for those two hours, so make sure you catch him. And like I said, myself, B-I-double-G, DJ Comedic and Black Seas will be back here next Wednesday, every Wednesday, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, please, Try to try to be respectful and, and considerate of your fellow man. I mean, contrary to the divisiveness that's going on in this country right now, really at the core of this nation and of each of us, we're all about making this country better for not just ourselves but for future generations, for everybody of every ethnicity, of every faith, of every gender identity or whatever. So try to take that with you, and don't forget – can please help out contribute to the uh relief crisis the relief uh, efforts in Puerto Rico remember they are yeah, our brothers and sisters yeah. as American Thank citizens you. as well we'll post it on our uh cipher page as well as on our individual facebook page i've already posted it on mine because uh, another friend from the Atlanta area had posted what you stated um at the top of our show ba so we'll make sure that gets out there also and you guys have a great week, great weekend. We'll catch you back here next Wednesday night. Do it all over again. Everybody be blessed. Be safe. We love y'all. Peace. We're out of here. Peace.